The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, September 3rd, and it's going to be hot outside this weekend. You do not want to be out there running around, unless, of course, you're going fishing or dove hunting or deer hunting or one of those fun things that are going on. Just take care of yourself under these hot temperatures that we're having to deal with. Hot temperatures, warm weather, all of this is screwing up dove hunting, screwing up deer hunting, and actually screwing up fishing to a certain extent, I think. Everybody kind of hopes that fishing is just going to stay wide open all the time. Well, it doesn't. We're going into what we call the summer doldrums. you got about three, four, five weeks waiting for that cooler weather to come, and everything's going to bust loose again. I've been hearing guys crying all week. Oh, Eagle Lake, we're not getting a bite up there. It never gets a bite up there this time of the year. Wait till the third or fourth week of September and hang on to your rod. That's when things start popping. When these fish feel fall... It happens, and it happens big time. We've got a show full for you today. It's happening everywhere right now, and we want to make sure it continues that way for you. If you're not already out having a great Labor Day weekend, you need to make some plans because there won't be as many people out starting next weekend. Let's go live right now to San Francisco Bay to the probably already out the Golden Gate. Let's climb on board the California Dawn with one of the best in the West. Captain James Smith joins us live on the water this morning. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Sam. Tell us about it. What's it been like? Well, start off with Alaska. I hate you. Did you have a great time up there now that you're back? Oh, yeah. We we nailed the weather just right. It was phenomenal weather. Um, a lot of halibut. Halibut was fantastic. But uh, more than anything else, the weather was just absolutely perfect. It rained for 12 out of 14 days right before we got there. It rained one day while we were there. And, uh... Gosh, and that fishery down there, up there, it's just, it's just plain amazing. Um, we had one fish that went 147 in our group, and then uh, limits of lingcod every day, limits of yellow eye, limits of halibut. I mean, we can go on and on and on about that. Well, let's not go on and on talking about what could be, because folks can go up to Captain Steve Lodge, your brother's lodge up there, and do exactly what you do anytime they want to do if they want to get up to Alaska. James, what's going on in your own backyard right now? I know you've been away for a while, but I also know you've been talking to everybody lately to find out what's going on down here. So the salmon side's been good, um, but spotty. So one day it's, it's you know, pretty good fishing, lights out. You know, not lights out, but, you know, 20, 25 salmon on a boat. Next day you're looking at 8 or 10 we're losing a lot of fish. We're heading up river right now or somewhere in the middle of the system. I know some places are a lack of water. So I think those fish have been hanging out. And then we get little windows where they come. They stop. They feed really hard for a couple of days, and then they split. And that is just your typical fall pattern for salmon. You hear about, oh, the fish was really, really good, and it's really good. And the next day it just, <laughs> it just quits. 
Well, those so, fish come, they, they're coming in to feed knowing they're going to be spawning here pretty soon or feeling that they're going to be spawning, but they're swimming around out there. They're pr- trying to detect their home waters coming down that system, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're getting close to home here. They're trying to get a sniff of a water source and they split. But typically they'll come down the hill, usually feed really hard because they know it's probably their last meal for a couple of days and then they hit the road. So, um, so, yeah, you're going to have a spotty salmon bite some days, like I said. If you hit it right, it's really good. I like to tell people, book a trip when you hear fishing's lousy this time of year. It'll be the day you come out and you'll knock the socks off. So that's what's been going on the salmon front. Hey, the, rock Jay, link, the ability yeah. to change, though, off of salmon into rock cod, ling cod action that, you, that you've got on the Caldon, and when you can move around the way you guys do, that's what really allows these trips to never be unsuccessful. It might not be a great day for salmon, but you have the ability to switch over and transfer your folks or put them on the fish that are biting that day instead. Yeah, we've had the option here for pretty much most of the season. You could either pick uh, white meat or pink meat. So um, I like to start switching over to the island trips here. Typically, we get our nice weather. You get in a nice fall pattern, unfortunately, right now. Because of this giant heat wave we're having, all that cold wind has got to pull through our gate. So we got some wind in the forecast this week. It's it's uh, probably an off week for island fishing. We've, we've been making the coast and having really good success. But uh, any day I get out to the island, Hey, it's it's lights out and and you know lights out limits to rock cod limits to link cod good sized fish it's it's pretty much wide open out there drop a hook in you reel up a fish it's just that easy but mother nature's got to agree with you right now this week uh, mother ne- nature's shaking her head saying uh, don't come out here so so we'll be <laughs> along the coast quite a bit this week and even possibly in the bay one day this week because of the high winds. Well, this is, this being the transition time out there, there's got to be a lot of stripers returning to the Delta right now. They've got to be moving out there. There's still got to be halibut available out there for them. What have you heard on Inside the Bay action? So Inside the Bay, there's definitely a school of halibut in the Berkeley Flats. I know the bass bite has been good up towards the Cartinas Bridge. I got friends who have just been murdering the bass up there uh, on swim baits and poppers and hair razors and you name it, they're they're eating it up there. But uh, the halibut bite in the bay has been, you know, a conservative just under a fish rod to over a fish rod. So most of the customers, though, they're, they're pretty much done halibut fishing. You know, come August, it's like, okay, been there, done that. We've been doing this since March. So we've been focusing on, focusing on the out-of-the-bay stuff. But, uh, you know, there might be a day or two this week because of the high winds. We might be in the bay. But, you know, not shabby fish. And if you get lucky and you get a good conditions, you know, you got a shot at, at getting, you know, two or three fish a rod. So a lot of halibut still around. They're just chilling in the bay. Nobody, No pressure. Nobody's fishing for them right now. So uh, you could definitely get a halibut if you tried. Well, with the wind coming, it might not be a good time to be watching those warm water fingers out there in the ocean. You hearing anybody making the run or made the run last week? Fort Bragg has been the the hot spot for the tuna. A um, lot of water out in front here. I mean, big blobs of water, even inside the island, 64-degree water. But uh, I haven't heard of any tuna. There was a giant uh, bluefin caught out of Bodega Bay a couple days ago. It was like 197 pounds. 
It, it, so some bluefin are definitely, they're not off the table. In fact, we still may get a shot. Those things keep swimming further and further and further north. My good buddy Ross Corbett got a uh, uh, bull Dorado. I hear him talking about yes. it. He was up in Fort Bragg this week. He I got mean, a 50-pound Dorado. I was just going to tell you, there's some Dorado action that's going nuts out there. And you're going to hear all about it from Captain, from Captain, from our Steve Carson, Senior Tuna's got all the scoop on that with some big dogs being caught and some phenomenal action going on right off of the bay down there in San Diego. So we'll cover all of that. The key, key thing here is there are warm water fingers. There are opportunities to get out, watch the wind, listen to your captains and they are selective trips. You don't hear about it too much in advance. They book real quick. James, give them all the hookup info they need so they can find out more about what California Dawn 1 and 2 have to offer. Sure, the number here, 510-417-5557. Reaches on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com, also on Facebook and Instagram. Come check us out. Except the boats have been running light uh, Labor Day weekend hangover. We're not even full today, so... Excellent opportunity to get out, and once these uh, high winds drop, we'll see some really big uh, lingcod counts, so come check us out. You know, with 108, 110 in the valley, high winds sound pretty damn good to us, <laughs> especially when you got to wear a sweatshirt at the same time. The coast is the place to be. We'll be checking in live in Dillon Beach with Troy Barr. He knows how to cool down later on. He's not on the lake this morning either. James, thanks so much for hooking up with us. It's nice to have you back down here in the real world. And, folks, if you'd like to check out the kind of action that James was involved in, take a look at Captain Steve Steve's Lodge up in Alaska. Just go to the Internet, type that in. It'll get you to him. Great facility. I've been there several times myself. James, you take care, my friend, and thanks for hooking up with us. Welcome back to the real world. As always, have a great show, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. You got it, partner. Take care. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, we're going salmon fishing. We're going to hook up with Captain Zach Medinas with Gate Crasher Fishing Adventures. And right after that, we're heading to Eureka. Tony Zapolvita, Greenwater Fishing. It's albacore time, and he's got a video you need to see right after this. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiberglass glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealer.
dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Duckworth Boats. Hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship. With models from 18 to 40 feet. Designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards. The Advantage Navigator Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Hey, we're back. You heard uh, Captain James Smith talking about the action. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but this is the time of year that it's always big fish. Well, most of the time it's big fish when we're talking king salmon rolling up and down the coast. Let's talk to another one of our captains that knows what's going on. He was out yesterday. I think he's kicking back today. Let's find out right now. Let's hook up with Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures. Captain Zach Medinas joins us live. Good morning, Zach. Well, I guess Zach's there. Try him again. Hey, Zach, you with me now? Good morning. How are you? I'm surviving the whole darn day. Just don't know what buttons to push in here anymore. Hey, Zach, uh, you heard James, I'm sure, talking about the action. One day it's good, one day it's bad. They're on the bite, then they take off and they go someplace else. What's the experience that you're having out there chasing these big kings? And that was a pretty impressive fish you were holding in the photo you just sent. Oh, thank you. You know, I'm just really impressed with... uh the overall fishing this season, I mean, we've been down south for the longest time, and now the fish. Okay, you got me? I got you coming and going, but you're all right. Keep going. I got two different voices I'm hearing, but anyways, um, yeah, so the fish has been have been down south for a long time. Uh, I got your, I got, I got your guy, Seth, that's cutting in. All right. Whatever you got going in the studio, hang up the phone. Let's get this down are you there now zach hey i got you man but yeah like i was saying basically um we've been fishing down south as you know for a long time and you know just 
for whatever reason, historically, we've always got bigger fish on the north, and we're finally back up north, and the fish are huge. I mean, we've had big fish all season long, but, I mean, what kind of season is that where 30-pound salmon, 30-plus pound salmon are kind of the norm? So uh, it's just a phenomenal uh, season we're having. It's getting to be even a better time of year as far as big fish goes. No telling how big they're going to get. But, I mean, it's nothing better than having your clients swing a big fish into the boat and being able to tell them that's a good salmon anywhere in the world. Yeah, uh, no I'm kidding. Really I don't know how big this one is you're holding here, but that is uh, Alaska-style fishing right there, dude. That is a monster king. What did it weigh, 30-something? Yeah, you know, we didn't put it on the scale. Uh, yesterday we did uh, just took my deckhand. You know, he's he's a young guy, and he's worked with me since he's 16. He's 20 now. And I took him out after getting fuel and, you know, it's one of those kind of things where it's like he works hard, you know, every day helping people catch their fish in a lifetime. And I start to think about it. I'm like, you know, how many of these has he actually got to reel it himself? You know what I mean? So, hey, I got to stop I you know. for a second. I got to stop you for a yeah. second right here. You're telling yeah. me a story about your young deckhand. I knew yeah. this guy. His name was, uh, oh, yeah, Rich Tipton. He was telling me stories about this young deckhand he had working for him, too. How I got to meet this guy and how he's really a gentleman and how are you bringing up another Zach Medinas? I hope so. You know, I hope he stays local. I'm going to send him down to uh, this winter during sturgeon season. I'm going to send him down to work in Costa Rica. He's going to be on multi-million dollar yachts catching billfish down there. And, I, you know, he's at a great time in his life. You're never going to see him again. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. He probably won't come back. Yeah, no, he won't come back. He'll stay down there and fish down there the rest Al, of his life. Alan Fong's in studio, and he was just over there searching million-dollar yachts and billfish on his phone. As exactly. Soon as he said that. He's looking for oh, deckhand, yeah. deckhand jobs. But I've been there. Costa Rica is a badass place to go. It sure is. It is a wonderful place to fish, no doubt about it. Well, Zach, uh, it's great having a deckhand. It's great having an experienced one. And uh, you've been one, and now you're training one. That's great to hear. What do you think is going to happen this next couple of weeks on this with the rains holding off, with the warm temperatures here, these fish are just going to keep swimming around out there and get more ticked off and more aggressive, aren't they? Oh, yeah, and the amount of food. You know, that's what a lot of guys were talking about because day before yesterday, the fishing was wide open. I think yesterday most guys were right around a fish per rod. But um, it's the amount of food that's there, you know. So you got to really you got to really have a bait that's spent just right and, uh, you know, working the you know edges of bait balls rather than running through these big bait balls where the fish can hardly see your offering. I mean, a lot of those things are going to come into play and they're going to be key, but there's so much food there for them. It's not like the fish are uh, not there. The reason why sometimes they're not getting limits, there's just a lot of food, you know, so they're going to get to stay there and they're going to get really fat. And, you know, eventually we're going to get another big old moon or we're going to get some water, hopefully, and then uh, they'll run up the river, the guys up the river. How much longer do you think it's going to last? I know it's it's a weather situation more than anything, but the cooling temperatures are going to start sending the message out. The next full moon's going to start really sending the message out, and these fish have got to move. There's going to be half a million or so probably heading up our rivers. Right. No, and I think, you know, if they did wait a little bit longer, it's probably good for them with the condition, conditions they do have in the river. I know the river guys aren't trying to hear that, but – um, yeah, they need to get a little bit more water in there. And the fish themselves, if you look closely, a lot of the pictures the guys are throwing up, you can see, I mean, once they push that button and they're getting ready to spawn, you can't unpush it, you know. So you see those fish outside and they're already getting hooked jaws and kind of getting a little bit dark. And uh, 
they're ready to go. They just need the right conditions to send them up. But as you know, some some years it goes hard out in the ocean all the way to the end of the season. So there's no telling how long this is going to last, but it's great. It's really good now. Well, get out there, folks. It's your opportunity right after the holiday weekend. Things are going to taper off out there. You might have a better chance of getting on, but still make your reservations. Zach, give them all the hookup they need. For sure. Uh, you want to come out and fish on the Gate Crasher with us? We'd love to have you. You can get a hold of us at gatecrasherfishing.com. Or you can call us, 925-497-7171. We also have Instagram and Facebook, GateCrasherFishing.com. Only have a few weekend dates, so if you're limited to weekends only, uh, just a few left in the, for the season. Weekdays, we still have a, a decent amount of those, so give us a call. All right, Captain, thank you much. Captain Zach Medinas with Gatecrasher Fishing Adventures. Give him a call, get on board, and have a great time. Zach, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you for having me on the show. All right, take care. Hey, you know, you've heard us talking about warm water fingers and everything. Well, this guy is not talking about it. This guy is doing it. Let's head up right now to Eureka to green water fishing and hook up with the man himself, Captain Tony Zapolvita. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. Impressive video, Tony. When nine out of ten rods go off at once, you know you're in some action. Tell our listeners what happened on board. Yeah, we've had some really good fishing, uh, some really good tuna fishing up here uh, this week. Uh, two days I made it offshore this week. The first one, uh, was shot basically northwest out of Trinidad, uh, and found warm water at about 38 miles and had good solid fishing. Um, basically the first batch of fish I stumbled onto was about 45 minutes into the day and it wasn't red hot, but it was good enough where, uh, I didn't feel like it'd be smart to leave it. So we stuck it out on that and, uh, we had uh, 34, I think it was, for the day, all big-grade fish. Uh, and then day two, I took a little different angle and uh, and bent it north quite a bit further, north and inside. And uh, there had been supposed to doing well out of Crescent City. The Eureka Trinidad fleet was doing well straight out in front, and I kind of split the difference. And um, we hit warm water at about 28 miles that day, and we're in fish immediately. About uh, first hour and a half. We uh, had 18 fish or so, something like that. That bite slowed down a little bit, and I started to push outside, and that water warmed up even more. We had about 62 and a half, and uh, that's just where all hell broke loose. It was really some of the best outdoor fishing I've ever seen. Well, you actually had 10 rods down trolling, and what was your trolling speed for those fish? I usually troll about seven knots. Yeah, he's cooking and, right along. Uh, These rods are already bendoed, no question about it, just from the pressure going through the water. And then progressive, well, I want you to tell them what happened progressively when they started going, fish on, guy yells. Yep. uh, One rod folds, next one goes, next one goes, two at a time, three. And, uh, you know, pretty much pandemonium at that point. Everybody running around, grabbing rods, (laughs) screaming and yelling. At that point, they were all a little tired. I think we already had 50-something fish. Check out the video. My question is, what's the one guy who didn't get a bite doing? (laughs) (laughs) Or doing wrong. No, because there were only six guys on board, and we had nine, well, seven counting me. Six, six fishermen and nine rods were down. So. Oh, all right. There were, were right. rods soaking in the rod holders while people wound them in. <laughs> it, it's absolutely amazing. Did they get them all in with that string stretched yeah, we, all over the place? Yeah, we did. We landed all nine of those. and uh, Yeah, no, it was just spectacular albacore fishing that day. Uh, the fish were up top, freezers and, and jumpers under birds. Uh, the birds would tip them off. You'd troll under the birds and rods would just fold over. We, uh, called it quits after about three hours of fishing. We had 68 big grade fish on board. 
that's as good as it gets. Well, you've said, you said big grade a couple of times. Let's give them a pound measurement there. What, 20 to 30s? Yeah, exactly. They were right about a 20 pound average on these albacore, which is, uh, which is a real big average for albacore. We had some fish up pushing 30 pounds, but, uh, but nothing small in the mix. No little ones. Well, fantastic opportunities up there. Are they going to continue? Are these warm water fingers lingering around or are they moving out quick and shrinking? They're shuffling around. I don't have one in front of me right now. We were looking to run today, but, uh, but I don't like the way it's set up here. Uh, so we're going to stick with the Lingcod game up, uh, Remote waters, Lingcod fishing today. Uh, I know they've still got uh, Crescent City still lined up pretty well. Looks like it's lined up real well to the south right now. Fort Bragg down that way. Shelter Cove's got hot water right in front. And uh, for right now, it kind of slid out in front of us, from in front of us. But uh, but we'll get another shot. It'll be back. As long as you've got a boat, you can run it down. There's no doubt about it. Tony, if they want to get onto one of these boats, what's their best, best effort at getting out on the albacore? Or is it going to be too iffy for that situation? It's you know I never book the I never put an albacore trip on the books. It's uh, it's just an impossible thing to call until a couple days ahead of time. I do have a call list. Uh, if the fish are there and I've got open seats, I run down the call list. Uh, if they want to send me a text, I can throw them on that call list. But as far as booking trips, we just don't book anything out uh, in advance. It's just I, impossible. Yeah, to understandable. It's just too flexible. Mother Nature doesn't tell you what it's going to be like tomorrow out there very often. Well, Tony, yeah, give, give, right. give them all the hookup information they need so they can find out more, send your information, get on the list if you're going on another Albagore hunt, whatever it takes. Get them the info so they can get out on the water and have a great time, too. The yeah, best place to check out what we're doing is uh, is on the Facebook page, uh, Greenwater Fishing Adventures on Facebook. Uh, there's also a website up, of course, uh, EurekaFishing.net. Website's a little more outdated, and I don't post uh, I don't post fish reports on it anymore. So, so Greenwater Fishing on Facebook is the place to see what we're doing. And phone number seven zero seven eight four five nine five eight eight. And be sure you check out his video, folks. You will not be disappointed. It is. Uh... Great thing to see guys running around a boat with that kind of action going on. Tony, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon, my friend. Thank you much. All right. Take care, guys. All right. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back from this, it's RVs and destinations. And then we got the guy from Folsom Lake that caught the 10-pounder in the 13. Guy Braden Ellis from Slabs Only Guide Service joins us next to share what he's doing to intercept those big slugs at Folsom Lake. We'll be right back after this. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up! 
Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's Sight, Sit, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad Super Baits and Cut Plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's Killer Fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. You know, before you take off and race out and buy that recreational vehicle you've always wanted, it'd probably be a good idea to think of some of the experiences you want to have or to take the family on. And will the camper, will the trailer, will the cab over... Will the fifth wheel, will it fit in where you want to go? Can you maneuver it where you want to go? Will it fit in the parking spaces at the campground that you're going to? Believe it or not, some campgrounds have restrictions, and many of our campgrounds are the state parks that have a 24-foot limit to your trailer. And that's just to make sure you get your trailer and your tow vehicle in the same spot. But I'll tell you what, folks, you can eliminate some of the places that you may want to go by having a fifth wheel that is too big to fit in there. I had a 37-footer. There are 40-footers and probably longer, and some campsites only have maybe 30 feet of depth to park in. 
So you really have to consider that. That's just one little thing you might come across, but here's another little thing. A lot of campsites, campgrounds, RV parks, won't let you in if you have a recreational vehicle that's more than 10 years old because it doesn't look as good as the others in their park. Well, that's just another little thing that you might come across. So far, Marilyn and I, in our 40 years of marriage, we've had many mirage. We started off with sleeping in the back of a pickup truck. We ended up with a Class C Mini Mirage. Then we went to a Lance cab over trailer on a GMC truck. Then we went to an Airex motorhome, Class A, the whole bit, 30 feet, gas-powered. We thought we were moving on up. Then we went back to a Lance cab over after that big motorhome sat around and we didn't use it as much. And we traded in that Lance cab over on another Lance cab over. And then we bought a 37-foot fifth wheel to move out the Flaming Gorge Reservoir. Well, after using that for about five years, we decided to sell it and travel more but we traveled with our truck towing a trailer so we'd have a vehicle when we got there so we bought a beautiful trailer towed it around for about two years and now that we're dealing with our friends out at manteca trailer and motorhome we headed out there and got the choice vehicle for us a 24-foot class c jayco that'll fit in any state park it'll fit in any campgrounds that are out there and I've got an electric bicycle that I gave in it to take me around wherever I need to run around, go to the store, get some ice, whatever, so I have all the freedom that I want. And that's what you want when you're going out. Plan your experiences. Get the unit that you know will get you there and back. Plan accordingly and have an absolutely great time. But you don't need to have the biggest RV in the park. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Hey, we're back. Lots going on. You know, last week we were talking a lot about Folsom Reservoir. We had Alan Fong in the studio. Well, he's in the studio with us live right now. But we had him in this, on the air via telephone last week. We were talking a lot about these big fish that Folsom Lake seems to producing. And, uh, I commented on a photo that was in Western Outdoor News. Guide Braden Ellis from Slabs Only Guide Services holding up these two monster king salmon. We're passing the photos around in here and everybody's going, wow, in Folsom, no less. Well, and, and then, and then I, I messed up. 
Kevin Fogel's name, but but I was meaning Kevin Fogel, who's been catching. <laughs> but I but I got the wrath of the Folsom fishing crew. Uh, you know, well maybe he'll get your name right this time. It's live radio. Give me a break, hey, for God's sake. Such is life. You know, such is life, folks. You know, I'm only on Folsom about seventy. Don't bad mouth the guys. I've been invited I, to join the club. I'm only on Folsom about seventy days a year, Sep, and a big silver ranger. Come on over and tell me what your name is, and then I'll get it right. Next Go time. ahead and pierce the fiberglass right, right on the side exactly. of that boat of his too. I, you know, I, I don't even know what Maley's new boat looked like because I used to like doing flybys on Maley at the mouth of the South Fork. Well, got, I, I know, would trolling. suggest not doing too many flybys towards <laughs> trout trollers, especially well, if they're my boat because uh, I'm not real kind about those guys. I want to know where the trees are, Sep. These guys keep hanging in trees. And I know where some of them th- are. You don't think they're marking their pathway between those trees with waypoints, uh, are they? I don't oh, know. No, they wouldn't no be with doing... downrigger balls. Yeah. Yeah. Downrigger balls, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can mark those. If they were glowing, it would be easy to <laughs> yeah, see them. Well, the 50 trees. bucks a try. Well, let's go live on the water right now. And let's climb on board in Folsom Lake with Braden Ellis from Slabs Only Guide Service. Good morning, Braden. Good morning, guys. Well, how many hogs have you hooked this morning? None yet. We're just getting started. <laughs> hey, I know the way it works, man. This is not something that happens every single day out there. There's a lot of people that have really got this wired that understand exactly how it's done. One of the things that's important to understand, folks, is don't feel bad about taking these salmon. These are landlocked. They're there for the opportunity for you to catch them. They're not going to spawn and breed and do all that in the lake. Take them. Enjoy them. Eat them. They're fun to fight. No question about it. Beautiful fish, man. They're gorgeous. Braden, it's got to be just an absolutely great feeling when you see that rod do a double bendo down. Yeah, it's pretty exciting, especially on those big kings. Well, when you've got your lines down, what is your technique? Let's let's give them a little bit of info. I would imagine you're avoiding all the trees because you know that the minnows are hanging on the edges of the trees. How do you pick Absolutely. your How do you pick your course? Are you just weaving between the mountains, or are you watching the graph very carefully? Or what's your plan when you make an attack on the water in the mornings? Well, I definitely watch the graph consistently, and I just key in on the deep in the channel. And any structure, I definitely will drop down on and um, always drop down on marks because those fish are kind of scattered right now. So there's some up in the mid column and there's some down down deep. So they're in there. It's just it's got to be the right fish, right time, right presentation and um, time on the water for sure. You sound like me. Right place, right time, right color, right depth, right speed. Everything has to be yeah, done right to hook up. How deep are you catching those fish? So the two big ones that I caught a while back both came at right around 100 feet. Yeah. And finding 100 feet probably is pretty easy if you're in certain areas of the lake. I got a question. Yeah. F- I got a question for you here that I think is very important. I've fished kokanee for years. I've fished landlocked kings for years. And I don't tell everybody everything I do, but I'm going to give up something right now. Everybody likes to drag the bottom a little bit for kokanee. you got to drag the bottom for those big kings, too, don't you? Well, honestly, in certain spots you can, but where I'm targeting, it's pretty deep. Like, so deep, I wouldn't fish that deep for these fish. So you're going to you're talking up real close to the dam up there where it gets uh, nice and deep yeah, in like some of those holes. Near the confluence, and now I'm starting to kind of think that they're moving. So I'm just going to try to find them again out out here so um 
Yeah, they're scattered, and um, I would definitely say they're in the channel, like like always. But um, well, it's just a matter of finding. So fish. the key is get on the channel and keep moving until you find them. That's why you're trolling instead of bait yeah. fishing. No doubt about that. Well, what's your favorite <laughs> offering out there? How far back are you fishing behind the downrigger, and what are you dragging? Well, um, I'm going about like 40, 30 feet back, and um, I've been pulling herring mostly. And I've tried some plugs and stuff, but no, no, no luck on that yet. But the herring has definitely been the ticket. Are you using a whole herring threaded on and using a rotary, or how are you doing it? What's the presentation? So I am using a whole herring with the um, Trinidad bait holder. So it's got the wire, and that seems to work really good for me. Allows you to get whatever bend you need into it to keep that roll tight or loose, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a great, great product. Well, if you see, folks, if you see fish down around 100 feet and it, you've got a stretch where you can drop your downrigger balls down there, let it yeah. tick the bottom every now and then. It doesn't hurt one bit to do that. Stirs up the bottom a little bit, makes it look like fish feeding, makes it look like minnows are hanging around the area, draws attention to what's going on, and you may get a strike out of it. No are, question. Are you that. running mapping cards in your electronics where you're, where you're actually staying on the river channels and on the breaks? Yeah. 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 So I, I can see the channel and I can see all the ledges and stuff. So, and I've got marks and pins everywhere. So <laughs> I definitely hit that and, and, um, yeah, that's about it. So most of these trees you're finding are 80 to 100 feet, probably? Roughly, yeah. Now yeah. the lake has gone down, so everything's changing a little bit. But um, those trees are, they'll get you, but um, there's fish on them, so you kind of got to pay to play. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got to have your electronics tuned right to graft them fish down in that deep of water. So having everything set up correctly. You should be able to graft them things really easy. Well, this ties in. That's Alan Fong talking with you right now. But, uh, Alan, your latest video that you have on the downscan stuff where you're mm -hmm. using both downscan and regular view, it really gives more definition to what you're looking at down in those oh, depths, yeah. doesn't it? You could, you learn how to run your electronic. You could see them. You could see the bait down there. Easy to see the fish. And, um, fishing that deep, I would use 2D though. I'd stay away from the downscan. Yeah. Well, the, the 2D yep. gives you a good picture when you're cruising along. The downscan really kind of confirms everything you're looking at and gives you a better perspective and a wider view, yeah, right? Yeah, but it looks really wide. So when you're getting in depths that deep, you know, you kind of lose signal. So it depends on how strong your unit is. Are so you going to change frequencies when you start getting that deep? Um, I run 200 kilohertz. 200, yeah. Yes. Well, you see how fine it is, folks. We're not talking about how low to set <laughs> yeah. the night crawler below the bobber on California Sportsman. There's a lot of finesse to this, and that's why guides work so hard, like Braden is doing out there with Slabs Only Guide Service, trying to figure it out to take you guys out and to get you into some of the action, too. Now, they all aren't big. Is there a standard size that you typically catch out there on the lake, Braden? Typically, like as far as last year goes, um, I caught a lot, and a big one last year for me was right at around five pounds. And this year, I've caught one king that was under ten pounds. So I, there's some big fish to be had right now for sure, and um, I'm not quite certain where all the the smaller ones are, but I'm sure they're in here somewhere. You can so. bet they're up higher in the water column. That's for sure. No question about it. Well, 
You know, slabs only guide service, folks. He calls it slabs only because he's into catching big fish, real big fish, and does a lot of cruising around. Tell him where you concentrate your efforts on lakes and stuff, too. So my forte is definitely trophy trout up in the mountains, max and browns trolling down deep on big baits and totally quality over quantity for sure. So we're fishing for a certain fish, absolutely. Well, where can they find out more and see some of the photos and everything that you've been doing and what uh, Slabs Only Guide Service is up to? I am on Facebook and Instagram at Slabs Only Guide Service, and my phone is 530-718-6096. Real good. Folsom Lake, folks, if you're into catching big fish or want to learn how to catch big fish, go out with a guide that's experienced that can show you the techniques, and you'll end up catching more fish. You might have the opportunity to catch with him that day, but you'll definitely have a better chance going out on your own later on after you've been trained by a guide for a couple of trips. Braden, give him that phone number one more time for Slabs Only Guide Service. It's 530-718-6096. All right, guy, you have a great day on the water there, and if you happen to hook up with something worthwhile, you give us a shout back. Let us know what's happening. Will do. Thanks, guys. Braden Ellis from Folsom Lake Slabs Only Guide Service. Give him a shout. Give him a chance. See if you can't catch a big fish, too. All right. It's about time for Mr. Fong, isn't it? Fishing is fine, but hooking is the only way. We're going to show you how to catch some fish today. Well, that just means one thing. The rod father, the man himself, is live in the studio with us this morning, Mr. Alan Fong. Good morning, Al. Good morning. Got me up early. Nice to have you here. Good timing, by the way, as we drive down the road side by side. (laughs) It was kind of cool this morning when I went, I realized, oh yeah, Alan's coming in. So yeah, it's kind of, it's it's always a nice pickup in here. You told me you went fishing this week. I, I always go. I don't care how hot it is. You know, we went down. If I had white hair, I wouldn't care how hot it was either. Well, you know, you, you think when you get older, you get smarter, but I haven't. <laughs> but I just love to fish. I'm on the water all the time. And um, we went out twice in the Delta. I took a, a fireman out of the Rancho Cordova office. He bass fished quite a while, but he's never done any good punching. So I said, okay, let's take him out. So we went out, took him out, and um, he learned a lot. He was he, he couldn't believe it. We had a great day. We probably had 18 pounds. And then we also got in a bonus. I knew these stripers were hanging around on this big flat weed bed. So I threw out, you know, when I snuck up there, I said, you know, I'm going to get the first one. So I throw out and I hook one about 12 pounds and I'm reeling in and Denise is filming and she goes, Hey, Dustin, cast out, cast out. You'll get one because he was just watching me and I was running all around the boat. This fish had me going. And all of a sudden you hear him, got one, got one. And then we had a double. We had a, a nice uh, combo. We caught, I think we ended up with four stripers, but we had an excellent day on bass fishing. So, you know, I, I picked up a couple of things watching your last video. Uh, frogs are not to be put away, are they? No. Um, it's, uh, always you could throw frogs all the way into the fall. No, Labor Day. Put them up. Wrap it up. Put it on the shelf, Seth. Put the frog rod in the rod rack. That's the way it used to be with Uh, these temperatures and everything. Yeah, Yeah, but you know what? If you go north and go really far north, you don't see a whole lot of boats. Really? Yep. They're all hanging out in the central spots, the stuff we always talk about. I'm seeing more and more boats up there, but... Yeah, but there's a tournament coming. 
But I see guys out there. Yeah. And there's been a couple guys calling me, asking me how it's, how the fish is up there. Well, Alan's YouTube channel, uh, put out a thing this week on, uh, using side scan, side scan. Down I'll scan. be fine. Down scan as well as just your general locator signal and, uh, really defined everything underwater with clarity. Tell our listeners just briefly about it and then they can check out the yeah, video. Yeah, I'm showing themselves. a lot about electronics because, you know, you pay that kind of money for it. You need to learn how to work them instead of just leaving them in automatic. So I basically, you know, ran the two comparison down scan inside showing you how to set it and where side to by put side the on the graph. Yes. And also, you know, Denise is always pushing me like, you know, you need to tell this, you need to tell that, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, she says you take for granted that people already know this stuff. Yes, we but, do. All of us but do. But they don't. So, you know, she's got me backpelling all the time, but I do show a lot. I'm going to do a, Side imaging here next, and then I'll be doing the active live and also 360. So is this another three-parter? We're doing six on electronics, and I did three already. Yeah, I tell you, folks, if you pay attention to what Alan's telling you in these videos, you'll learn a lot. I picked up a great deal on it because I rarely use downscan for anything for what I do because I'm always down deep. Yeah, and usually if you're down deep, I would tell you to get off the downscan. But if you're fishing in depths of 50 feet or less, you should learn how to use it. Looks a lot wider. You can't, you know, if there's an image, if there was a sunken boat there or a car down there, you would uh, actually see an image of it. I did something with the Cordova Fire Department. I actually showed them how to use their side imaging and how to locate stuff. And they put these fake bodies in the water in the American River, and they couldn't believe it. You could see them. Yeah, it's so. t- tremendous view of everything. If oh, it yeah. was a bicycle, you'd know it was a bicycle. Yes, you would see there. it. Yep. How does that work for a troller? I don't see there's really any benefit to the um, downscan to a troller, say, no, in 30, not, 40, 50, 100 feet of water. If you were in, you know, say, less than 50, 60 feet of water where the bottom is, then I would use it. How much wider is that view compared to the... Uh, 2D. So if you're in 10 feet of water, 2D, you're looking at about a three and a half foot. Mm-hmm. And down scan 19 feet. There you have it. Look at that. Huge and side difference. scan in 10, 70 feet. So pretty, uh, you've got the front scan yet, or I'm sure yeah, that's. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I'm sure. So <laughs> Alan is now looking at 360 Well, degrees. you know what's really funny is like, I had a couple of customers come this week and they told me, they called and wanted to know if I was there. And they said that when they were talking to Lawrence, they told him to come and ask me. And I had a guy call me from Idaho. I mean, I ho- Ohio and asked me about, and I go, where'd you get my number? He said, from Lawrence. That'll teach go, you. Shoot, they better start paying me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been in this business for a long time working at our friends at Fisherman's Warehouse stores. But I tell you what, uh, I know you're learning stuff on those locators yourself as you oh, go yeah. along. There is so much inside of those. Kent and I talk about this many times. I don't use one-tenth of my locator. Kent probably you might uses, not be no, using he, that much of it. He might use ten. He might use ten or twenty percent, and I bet you don't use fifty percent of the. I, if I didn't have it, I wouldn't go. Well, I want to talk about. I saw the dash. I saw you standing up in the front of the boat with the two twelves right next to you. I mean, that's kind first. Of, I put one twelve in the front, one in the back. Yeah, that's that's plenty. It's not enough. That's, that's double enough. overkill no, for most no, people. No, it's not enough. You yeah. have to if you run the live, you need to have separate separate unit up front. I'm and, surprised he doesn't have two eighteen side by side. Well, the thing of it is, is is <laughs> it's hard on the live. You need that big screen. 
Yes. I've, I've been running a live on a nine. It's not enough. No, that's too small. It's not enough. It's too small. You know, if you have a bigger screen, you're obviously going to see more. Yeah. Some guys are talking about putting a 16 up front and then split it. But I said, then you only got eights. Those are eights. Yeah. Yeah. Put two twelves, you know? Yeah. So two nines would be better. I got one nice one in the back, got a crack in the front. Nice, nice. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, it's pretty <laughs> impressive, but it's kind of hard to move around up there when you got TV screens on the bow of your boat. But he does know what's going on underwater and it isn't magic. It's not his hands that are in the water, folks. He's reading no, the I electronics. See. He understands. I mean, I see fish come to my lure and not eat it. And then your lure disappears sometimes too. Sometimes it goes Where'd away. Where'd the lure go? Yeah. But so, it tells me a lot because if I'm, if I got fish coming up and look, I know the fish are there, but I'm not giving them something that they want to eat. Well, something too we should mention, Seth, is we're, we're talking about Lawrence. I mean, we're not talking, I mean, that's, that's where all this technology is at, uh, is, yep. is with Lawrence. So, I mean, you definitely want to check those out. Absolutely. And, uh, new stuff is, will be coming out, I'm sure, here pretty soon for next year. They, I hear rumors out there that there's some new good stuff out in the, coming down the pipeline, but I just got a couple of more, uh, I got a live in the other day and I got to put it in the boat. I miss having that 12 inch. I got a couple of nines, but I'm too small. You know what? You want to talk too small? Try a seven. <laughs> nothing. I had a seven in one boat where it was on the dash only, had nothing in the back of the boat. And I put it on 14 miles one day going back and forth between that seat and back there. Well, folks, if you haven't seen Alan Fong's channel, it brings up conversations like this and a whole lot more by checking out his YouTube channel. Alan, tell him about it real quick. Yeah, I, I go out four times a week. I, you know, I'm starting to do a little bit more on hunting. I do a lot of air gunning, but I just did a sh- dove video, so that should be coming out here pretty quick. But I'm going to start doing, you know, I'll always do more fishing because I enjoy fishing. But um, hunting, I will start doing uh, quite a few of those. So just, you know, get on, jump on board. Make sure you subscribe because it helped me out a lot. Hey, the subscription's free too, folks. All you have to do is click on it, subscribe, and bingo, it starts showing up right there in your yep. box. It's really easy. And I do a lot of, give out a lot of good information. So, and everybody keeps, when they come in the shop, they go, Hey, it works. And I said, well, I'm telling you, you just follow direction. You'll catch. Those of you that get glossy magazines about fishing, that information's about a month or two months old, generally. If those of you that get uh, newsprint on fishing and stuff, that information is usually a week and a half, a couple of weeks old by the time it gets printed out and mailed out and that you receive it. But nothing's faster than an Allen yeah. phone. And I do. It's- I do a report on Wednesday. I talk to a lot of the local guides, uh, friends, customers, and I'm on the, I'm out four days and it's current. So I do it on Wednesday. I actually shoot it on Monday or Tuesday, put it out on Wednesday. So you could go out on the weekend and, and use it. And the next most current way you can get information is right here on California Sportsman right. and Ultimate Bass Radio. On your way out. That's exactly it because we've got it for you every single week updating all the information and Alan's active reports right from his Alan Fong Outdoors YouTube channel. Make sure you check it out. There you go. Alan, thanks so much. We'll talk Thank to you, you again in a couple of weeks, I'm sure. Let's roll it.
It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOLT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outboard, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny LaPinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.BucksOutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. There's a new ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle, 916-692-8520. France is the leader of marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and three in-one sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, guys. I didn't know what you were talking about in that last segment. I kept hearing down scan, side scan, spending a lot of money. I wasn't sure if you're talking about girls or fishing. Both. A little confused there. Both. 
Both, both. No question about it. <laughs> Michael, what's going on in the big salt right now? Your salmon are running all over out there. You know what? There's uh, there's fish from the rivers out the gate and uh, beyond. Bodega Bay, uh, we've seen some pretty good action in the past week. A lot of the six packs are seeing a fish parade to limits. Um, and some fish showing on the beach and some quality fish showing on the beach. Uh, guys been fishing the Outer Bay, down along 10-mile beach, Bird Rock, Elephant Rock, all those typical spots. Find some bait, put some time in, you're going to be rewarded. And you're going to be rewarded with some really nice quality 15 to 25-pound fish. The quality has just been excellent. And uh, guys are having a lot of fun, but you got to put some time in for it. I'm, I'm, in no way am I saying that the fish are just jumping in the boat. you got to go out there. Work it and work it, and you're going to be uh, you're going to find some uh, rewards. We've had some wind the past couple of days. Typically, in these high pressure systems, when we see this, uh, we see wind. And right now, it's blowing 20 out at the buoy. Conditions are much nicer along the beach, so fish early in the uh, the morning before those winds fill in, and you're going to be fine. Out the Golden Gate, same you type of action. Part party boats have been uh, seeing anywhere from a half fish to a fish per rod for the most part couple of guys are doing a little bit better, but the big switch is they've been down on the south side for the past uh, two, three weeks. They moved up to the uh, the Marine Coast. So those are fish that are coming down off the Sonoma Coast, getting around Point Reyes and uh, Duxbury, Muir Beach, Channel Buoys. Those are all starting to uh, produce, but it's September. So it's going to be on, we're kind of in that wind down phase where more and more fish every day are going up to the rivers. There's less of the spawners on the coast. But there's a lot of two-year-olds out there, too. So I think we're going to see really good fishing into the fall set. Well, I think we've got a lot of fish coming into the system, but uh, they're either spreading out or they're not going very far or very fast because uh, the Feather River, I talked to Kevin Brock yesterday, Feather and the Sacramento both need fish. They don't have a lot of fish available, and that's from the top down through the canyon all the way down, as well as uh, the Sacramento is the same situation. So – the fish are moving, they're holding up someplace, or they're just kind of lagging back, and they're obviously waiting for cooler temperatures, a full moon, any kind of rain, any kind of scent coming out of their home waters. How long can this go on, Mike, before the fish just go? If the fish are just, you know, if they're just hitting a wall of really hot water, they tend to hold and hold where it's where, where they find it to, to, to be coolest, and... uh It'd be great if we had some uh, actual water saved for environmental issues to keep water temps at favorable salmon temperatures, um, but it's just not going to happen. I think a lot of these fish are going to hold low, and then they, they, as Mother Nature um, uh, calls them uh, up up the river because they're just getting so ripe with uh, with spawn, they're going to be blasting uh, on up. So I really hope that we can see some October rains and cooler temps, but Right now, um, I think the main bulk is still below the delta, and it's going to come typically as it usually does in the middle of uh, September. Well, I think everybody's hanging on. Everybody wants it to happen. I know the guides on the rivers are probably just dying on the vine, wondering where the heck they are, why there aren't more up here yet. Well, we all know why. It's conditions. It's water. It's uh, making sure we grow almonds and pistachios and things down south that probably aren't really water uh, 
polite might be the best. I think it's 110 degrees uh, the next couple of days up in Sacramento. That might have something to do with it. Yeah, it could uh, cause a little water warming here. Who knows? Especially in low water, it warms up a lot faster. There's nothing we can do about it except wait. You know they're there. You know it's going to happen eventually. I hope you are participating in it, folks, when it does happen so you can reap the benefits of one of the biggest returns we're going to have in years. And Mike has already predicted a bigger run next year. So hang on to your shorts. It should be pretty good. And you might want to upgrade your tackle a little bit too. Mike, thanks for hooking up with us. We appreciate everything you do and share with us here on the show and your efforts with the Golden State Salmon Association. Thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Have a great weekend, guys. You got it, my friend. Take care and have a great weekend. Wow. We got a lot more show right around the corner for you here. I'm sure there's going to be some bumper music kick in here in just a minute. See, I told you it would show up just like always. I got Alan Fong live in the studio, Kent Brown in the studio with us, and a whole other hour of stuff coming your way. We'll kick it off with an overview of Stampede and Kokanee Fishing. Then I'll have Kevin Brock's Quickie Report, Senior Tuna, and more right after this quick break. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point opens for our 29th season, Saturday, October 22nd. Bird cards are currently available for purchase throughout the season. However, if you purchase your bird card prior to August 1st, you'll get 10% early bird bonus added to whatever you buy. So if you buy 20 pheasants, you'll get 22. If you purchase 40 chucker, you'll get 44 and so on. You don't need to plan out your entire season when you buy your bird card. You can always add any number of birds to your card throughout the season. Quail Point will be open Wednesdays through Sundays from 8 to 3, starting October 22nd through the end of March. Until then, we're shooting Sporting Glaze Thursdays through Sundays from 8 to 3. Call us with any questions at 530-735-6217 or check us out at quailpoint.com. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. 
Fisherman's Warehouse, and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back. We're just talking in the studio about places we wish we were. And I wish this weekend I'm sitting in a house that's 77 to 78 degrees and a couch with a remote control, a cold drink, and a wish that I was out hunting, fishing, Alan or wants to go fishing. Alan will go fishing. Yeah, I would. I'd be out there. That so, hot weather don't bother me. What is it supposed to be, 110 or 113 110. on Monday? You don't or think like? about it. Just, oh no, no, you mind. just, you just, just pass out on the deck of your boat. <laughs> no. With your tongue swollen up. Yeah. Nope. Catch fish because everybody else stays home. Well, that's true. There are those okay. opportunities. But Alan, I know the secret to catching fish. Oh, Don't yeah? fish on the weekends. You want to catch more fish? Go during the Except week. our listeners are going fishing on the weekends. Yeah. Can well, you screw more things up today by any chance? Everyone should just retire. That's Can you? <laughs> Boy, you I had a one-liner right well, there. Yeah, I'm going to put a shock collar on you if you keep it up. <laughs> My God. It's just an opportunity, gang. It's just an opportunity. You could catch them. We, Andy, do, we do a fishing and hunting show here if you haven't realized it. Do yeah. we? I, I still <laughs> feel that weekend opportunities are great if you work. But during the week, it is so peaceful. It is so calm. No, it's not. There's so, you know, out up there, Stampede. They're all old, though. They don't move quick on their boats. Oh, that Stampede, there's 50 boats up there on a Wednesday. And they all launch slow. (laughs) Yeah, they do. (laughs) And speaking of Stampede, that's where we are. Well, we're not at Stampede right now. Hold the rope, Ethel. I'm going to pull the truck out. (laughs) Maryland, hold the boat. We're going live to Captain James Netzel with Tightline's Guide Service before this gets any further in the gutter right now. Good morning, Captain. How are you? Good morning. I'm up here at Bear Valley on vacation, 57 degrees. I got pants on and I got a sweatshirt. Yeah, well, bite me. You know, having cool temperatures like that is just not fair with what we're doing down here. James, I know what you're doing. You're kicking back for a wonderful retirement week after how many months of Stampede Reservoir and how many kokanee? Did you ever count them up? I didn't count. Uh, somewhere between three, 2,500 to 3,000 kokanee got uh, down my boat. Uh, that might be, I don't know. I'll, 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 I'll do my numbers next week. But the reason I'm not fishing today, today's my anniversary. And I learned that after 17 years, you don't go fishing on your anniversary. Mm, that's a tough les- lesson to learn. I'm, you know. It could be oh, hard my, on my, you. My first anniversary, I went dove hunting on my anniversary, and I don't know what the hell I was thinking getting married early dove season, but uh, I wasn't thinking right. Well, a lot of guys went out yesterday, <laughs> went out on Thursday for the opener of dove season, and uh, many of them were happy, and many of them were disappointed. So it's probably a good idea just to stay home with the bride. It it definitely was. Well, Stampede is uh, shut down as far as you're concerned for the rest of the year, but uh, your opinion on how much longer it'll last, another three weeks or so? Uh, you, you're going to be catching darker fish. They're still cutting good. Uh, even if you don't fish Stampede, Donner will have good fish all the way until early October. Uh, the autist- with the lake being that full, I'll still be nice and chrome fish. But, uh, I mean, there's still plenty of opportunities up there, and it who cares what the fish look like on the outside as long as they look good on the inside and they're big. I mean, you're, we're getting some 17 and a half inches. I mean, 
There's no such thing as an ugly 17 and a half inch kokanee. Yeah, and again, folks, these are, you know, they're trouble-free fish. These fish are going to die in the lake. They're they're not going to spawn successfully or anything. These are there for the taking. It's a guilt-free fish. Keep the females because the females are in better shape than the males right now. They're probably still chrome. They probably lost a few scales, but uh, still looking pretty good compared to most of the males, I would imagine. Yeah, and then who's to say, you know, it's this, the row is salmon row. Why why won't they work for sturgeon? I mean, those they're good enough eggs that just 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 one uh, one egg skein is about damn near the size that you make for a row ball for sturgeon. So try it out. Maybe it'll work. The fish are still active out there. James is just giving it up after several months of it. I, I heard his tired voice a few weeks ago, and I went, "Boy, you can tell he's been working doubles." But it has been yeah. it has been a prolific kokanee season there. Other lakes like New Maloney's, Pardee, others have had their their spurts of action. Whiskey Town is another one that's like that. And certainly Stampede Reservoir was leading the way this year. Berryessa has some fish. They're starting to catch more of them up there. But it's just not the same as Stampede just producing fish after fish. And, and it's Limit City for most up there that are knowledgeable, isn't it? I had I had one trip uh, Saturday last week uh, in the afternoon uh, when we started at ten o'clock. The wind blew about twenty twenty five miles an hour, and it's the first time uh, this season where I did not get limits for the boat. We only got sixteen fish, but uh, you know, only sixteen fish. Who cares? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but you know, typically it was it was uh, full limits. You know, you know, five or six people plus me. That's that's. 35 fish uh, in the morning and 35 fish in the late morning. I mean, we were putting 70 fish in the boat some days. Well, that's what it's all about, folks. These are guilt-free fish, as I've told you a million times. Don't feel bad about taking them. They're there yeah, for the they taking. They overplant it, too. And it's yeah, some they overplant it. Yeah, but before we were, they've overplanted for years. They even cut back on this year. So there's, you'll probably see bigger fish next year with the cutbacks too. Oh man, next year is going to be great because we're, we were catching some, the next year's fish were 13 inches when I left. (laughs) Thanks for telling me. Oh man. I'll be moving my boat up there permanently after hearing that. It's going to be a great year. I have the lists of all of the years of the plants that have been made and you can pretty much look back on, you know, three years prior and find out what it's going to be like this year for you. So uh, I'll get those posted up. Marilyn, can we get those posted on uh, Facebook or something so everybody can see the plants for Kokanee as well as the Kings? Might help them in you know, planning I, their trips into a, the future. I got a good idea. I may, I may not fish next year. There's going to be so many people up there. It's a free launch. I think I'm just going to set up a table at the launch ramp and charge everyone $10 for the privilege to launch there. And that, I don't even have to get my boat wet. I think you should just stand up there with a fillet knife and do it for them. Charge them a buck of fish, you'd be rich. Oh, hell yeah. No kidding. <laughs> well, I got a feeling you'll be out there on the water trolling with everybody else. But in the meantime, kick back and enjoy your break between Stampede and starting the – you're going to Metro Salmon starting here October 1st. You're putting a weight on it yourself just so you know you can get your clients fish. Yeah, and I, I, tell, I was expecting it to be poor, and I let my clients know when they booked, said, look, uh, fishing is supposed to be – uh, pretty poor with the river conditions, so I uh, just want to make sure you're open for striper fishing in, in case the salmon aren't there and we'll just move location. Uh, people that are struggling right now shouldn't be struggling. They, they need to be talking with their clients and giving them other options. So, And, you know, m- most of your clients that are calling to book me don't care if we catch a fish or not. They just want to learn how to fish. So 
it works both ways. There's reasons that people want to get away. Some have never been out there. Some want to learn what they can do so they can turn their own craft out and do it. And others just want to go along for the ride and have a great time. That's kind of where exactly. I'm heading. That's kind of where I'm heading occasionally myself, as a matter of fact. Well, James. You're not going to catch one sitting on the couch. No, I never that. have. I have never hooked up there. You're right. Captain James Nutzel with Tight Lines Guide Service. He's going to be chasing the Sacramento King Salmon right around the downtown area. James, give them the hookup info so they can get some trips booked with you. Hey, you can reach me toll-free at 888-975-0990. Website is www.fishtightlines.com. And make sure you get on out to Fishman's Warehouse and pick up some of those new Brad's 360 flashers. You got it. They got them there. You got it, partner. Thanks so much for hooking up with us. Enjoy your break up there with the wife. Have a nice time. What is it, Sky Ranch or Sky something you're up there at? Sky High. Sky High. Sounds like a party to me. Have a great time, James. We'll talk to you again real soon. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, can't hang on before you go into all of that. That is a big, long thing. That That is a really big, long Why thing. Why don't this, you – Does Sam, does Sam think that we, uh, we've we got about an hour to cover? That's okay. Uh, We're going to be real this. nice to Sam. I talked to Sam yesterday, and Sam is sending me a beautiful new Gun Owners of California hat. Oh, well, there you go. Well, that uh, you know, that Gun Owners of California was at the Capitol fighting to defeat uh, AB 918 and AB 1227. Bills that would uh, have made having a CCW hard to get and basically useless if you've got one. So they're uh, they're out there fighting for all that, uh, all those good things uh, at the Capitol when uh, when they're uh, trying to pass a lot of bills. At you us. know, one of the battles that they had to try to to pass or to stop from coming up would have stopped children from going out and shooting twenty twos or owning a twenty two with their father or grandfather. Yeah. yeah. Would have stopped it. Well, they're doing all kinds of fun stuff, and you need to support them. Uh, and one of the ways to do that is go to their Fairfield Vacaville dinner, and now it's coming up uh, here uh, September 30th, and that's going to be at the Jelly Belly Factory in uh, Fairfield, and it's going to be catered uh, by Kinder's Barbecue Dinner. So that'll be a great, uh, great event. So make sure that you've uh, got your tickets or a whole table, uh, and you can get all that information. Did I win? Did I win? Gunownersca.com. No, winner 36, 2022, Gun Owners of California, 52 guns, 52 weeks raffle. Ticket number 1077, Steve Pilati of Acampo. Uh, Steve, you got a Savage Switchback Bolt Action Rifle in 6.5 PRC. Uh, they're going to be giving you a call, get you in to do all the proper paperwork on that. Gunners California in their 45th year, 47th year of fighting for your gun rights. All right, let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, the man himself, Senior Tuna, Mr. Steve Carson, joins us next. Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta waterways. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fish. He's a monster. 
Avoid the hassles. Go with Tight Lines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish and Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us now is the man himself, the director of Penn Fishing University's Mr. Steve Carson, our own senior tuna. Good morning, tuna. Good morning, sir. So the big word, the big thing I see everywhere in communications to you is Dorado. Dorado. Well, now, before we get to the Dorado, uh, there's still a thing called bluefin tuna that have been biting in the San Diego area. Since March. Oh, we're getting them out of Bodega Bay now, 167 pounds. Well, I I know. So visualize that. Only uh, almost every boat getting getting their limit of bluefin. Not necessarily all of them, 150 pounds. But the bluefin tuna limit fishing continues out for the boats out of San Diego. But, yes, it, it, it kind of blows my mind that we can just go, oh, yeah, they're, just, they're still catching them. Just get out there, <laughs> catch them. Yeah, no big deal. And these are fish, again, most of them this week have been running 30 to 50 pounds, but there's been more than a few that have been over 200 pounds. How far are you having to run to get these fish? Uh, well, actually, some of the local boats are getting them as close as 20 miles. Um, you know, the big volume is a little further out than that, but um, for the guys with the smaller boats or less time, then they can certainly have a very good shot as close as that amount of uh, distance out. But once you get above San Diego, uh, the, you know, there's still some tuna, uh, but they're a little bit further out. They're out uh, usually in the area of San Clemente Island, which is around 70 miles out. But the local boats just going right up the coast, it's, it, it, it's like it, it defies explanation how good the Dorado fishing has been. Um, for the boats out of Dana Dana Wharf, Dana Point Sport Fishing, or Dana, Dana Wharf Landing yesterday, 
682 Dorado. Four different boats caught over 100. Davies Locker out of Newport Beach, 500 Dorado for the landing. The El Dorado out of Long Beach, one boat, 337 Dorado. Um, and they're as far north as San Pedro. Actually, a few of them have been caught as far north as the Channel Islands. But the numbers are just, they're, they're unprecedented. It, it's just truly amazing to see. So, needless to say, it's a little rough to get on a boat for the holiday weekend. <laughs> Think. You know, Steve, I, I got your note earlier in the week, and it talked about 600 and some, or a lot of fish being caught right offshore. They, could, they saw the action on the water with all these fish jumping and flopping around and nobody working over the fish at all. Is that the way it started? Well, no, that, that particular one that I sent you, again, for people that know the, the topography of Southern California, that was uh, taken from shore. I imagine they had some sort of a telephoto lens from shore in Pacific Palisades, which is kind of between Malibu and Santa Monica. Yeah, a typical tuna and, hangout spot. Well, well, right, and there, there are the the closest landing is Marina del Rey, which is uh, about twenty miles to the south of that, and those boats usually head south. So there's really no sport fishing landing there to take advantage of it. Um, and the fish were just there, just, you know, eating away and just completely uh, unmolested by sport fishing in in the middle of, I mean, literally the most populated area in the state of California. So that's, that's, that's uh, uh, once again, uh, we're, we're out of words to describe how amazing it is. Uh, needless to say, it's not going to last, uh, you know, the first big storm that comes through or... First big, you know, chill that comes through. We have a little cold snap. Those fish are going to move. But remember, the legal limit, okay, is 10 per day in California waters. Yeah, if you're fishing in San Diego where they fish quite a bit in Mexican waters, the legal limit on Dorado is two. So bear that in mind. As they say, check the regulations before heading out. Well, it's just absolutely great news to hear that this is all going on and that uh, there's so many opportunities. I hope that people are really benefiting by them. And if the boats are that full and having a great time, and I know Tony Zapulveda is running out of Eureka, going out 38, 28 miles to get into the albacore out there, and he's getting a 20 to 30-pound albacore. So everybody's happy up and down the coast right now with warm water opportunities as well as the cold water with salmon and everything else going on. When's your next trip, Tuna? Well, actually, uh, headed out tomorrow night for a two and a half day here on the Pacifica. Um, again, I always hate it when they're catching fish just before I go. So. <laughs> well, we'll find out next Saturday morning, I'm sure, exactly how it went. I wish you good luck on your trip, my friend. All right. Thanks a lot. Steve Carson, Senior Tuna, the Director of Penn Fishing Universities and one of the most knowledgeable saltwater fishermen in the world. Thanks, Steve. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, Ep. All right, take care. And he is. For those of you that doubt that he knows it all, that he knows it all. And if he doesn't, he'll BS his way through like you and I do, Kent. Kent just Lumped me into that group, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I sure did. Cause, really? Because be we're darned. good at that kind of stuff. Hey, darned. you know, I talked to Troy Barr yesterday, and I said, hey, are you going to be on Barry S? And he said, I don't know. I'm headed to Dillon Beach where it's nice and cool. Well, let's head to Dillon Beach with him where it's going to be nice and cool today. Have you got a fire going, keeping yourself warm out there, Troy? 
Not right now, bud, but no. we did last night. I'll bet you did. <laughs> T-Roy's Guide Service, Captain Troy Bars joining us. He's live at Dillon Beach with his family out there enjoying cool weather this weekend instead of what we got here in the uh, Vacaville-Dixon area where he lives. Well, Troy, tell us about Berryessa. What's going on up there? We're starting to see and hear more and more fish caught, but it still just hasn't busted loose, has it? You know, it's been it's been an odd season. You know, we are we are catching some fish, but um, the kokanee are just not uh, not showing up this year. Um, you know, we've we've did our fair share of limits. You know, but the Eagle Lake trout and the king salmon are starting to bite real good right now, and uh, that's what we're going to start to target here in the next. Uh, couple weeks to a month yeah we had a couple friends that were out uh fishing near the dam and out before yeah. the narrows and they were catching some nice fish out there they had i believe seven or eight rainbows and a king so there's action going on and some of these rainbows were like 17 19 and maybe up to 20 inches so there's some decent size available too yeah i had some friends that were out there right before we left and they had uh you know seven kokanee a couple rainbows and a 22 inch king so i mean so it's it's you know it's hit and miss but um the trout fishing and the king salmon are picking up right now, so uh, that's what we're going to target. Well, we know I got Alan Fong here. He's breathing deep. Morning, Troy. He's just <laughs> hey, he's buddy. just sitting here waiting for that fall king salmon action to start taking place up is. there. Yeah, I'm praying that lake turns this year. I want to get back I up and yeah. mooch them. No, we all do. There's no doubt about it. I didn't buy all that damn fluorocarbon <laughs> line for no reason whatsoever. Trust me. It's a it's a great fishery that is just kind of what's going on. The kokanee never really seemed to fire up for everybody this year, but they're catching some now. Troy, this time of year, it is a structure and close to the bottom game, isn't it? For sure, you know, vertical structure, flat structure, uh, anything where there's, uh, um, you know, I actually like fishing vertical structure this time of year where the you know they think it's a cove or a creek channel that's coming out you know and they'll be sitting just inside of a cove or on a on a on a point that comes out fish each side of the point you know bounce your stick weight coming over a a corner or a or an old an old creek channel or an old point or even get on some flat structure and just drag them right in the mud it works, folks, and I know it sounds strange, but I watched some videos this last week on it, too. Some guys fishing the Great Lakes for king salmon there. They're doing sure. exactly the same thing. They're ticking the bottom. They make sure they don't just lay down on it and drag straight through it the whole time. But that's not going to hurt it either. It's going to create that idea that there's bait fish and feeding fish and stuff going on around there that's going to draw the fish's attention to your presentation. And that's what it's all about, isn't it, Troy? Yeah, there's there's really nothing to hang up in uh, Lake Berryessa, you know. You know, last year and the years before that, you know, if you're in a hundred foot of water, you got your ball at a hundred and hundred and two feet deep, you know, it's kind of just or the or the or the stick weight, just kind of just dragging it at a little angle there, and just stack your bait up at like three foot above that, and hope for the best. Any colors working in particular that you know about that are going to outproduce now with the depth that you're fishing? I would imagine the dark colors, greens, blues. Sure. You know, your greens, your blues, your purples, your pinks always work in the whole water column. But um, for these trout, you know, they're not as deep and the king salmon are kind of hanging in the, the, the upper part of these bait balls too. So, you know, you're fishing, you know, 45 feet in the morning and, you know, 65, 70 feet in the afternoon, but, you know, just straighten out a dodger and, you know, 18, 24 inch leader with a spoon or 
some type of apex and bump up your speed a little bit, you know, one, eight, two miles an hour and just cover ground. What do you think is the best opportunity or the best offering right now for a king salmon on Berryessa? Probably just an apex or uh, some type of speedy shiner. A little scent or maybe a little chunk of anchovy or something uh, hanging on the hook yeah, to help? Something like that. You know, I, I use a lot of Potsky's product, and they come out with a new gel and just kind of smear it on the dodger, smear it on the back of the spoon, and uh, put a piece of corn or a piece of little anchovy tail or something on there and just cover ground. Folks, there you have it from one of the guys that fishes Berryessa more than most of us, that's for sure. Troy Barr, T-Roy's Guide Service. Troy, give them the hookup info so they can find out more and book a trip with you, get out there on the water and have some fun. You know, we got a couple handfuls of spots left before we start the river. So uh, 707-372-7599 at fishtroys.com. All right, partner, enjoy your trip out there at Dillon Beach. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy your family. Have a great time. Thanks, sir. Bye. Troy Barr out there celebrating the great Labor Day weekend. Hey, it's time for Get a Clue. Where's Marilyn? Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, you know, in spite of weather conditions, there's still a lot to talk about. Yes, it's hot, and it's tough to move around outdoors. But let's face it, consider yourself lucky if you get an opportunity to get out and go fishing. Do take advantage of the excellent choices available in the bay or delta, out the gate, or in high-elevation lakes. Book a trip on a party boat or go with a guide. Get good food for your freezer. Rockfish, ling, salmon, striper, shark, or albacore. Freshwater covers trout, kokanee, crappie, catfish, bass, and landlocked king salmon, and even more. Go where the air is clean, dress for cooler temperatures, and enjoy a stress-free day with someone else doing the heavy work. Or get out on your own, but be careful. And today is a free fishing day. And wear your life jacket. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. (laughs) 
Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting? fishing and outdoor store guns fishing and other stuff in vacville has everything you need for the great outdoors hunting and fishing gear guns and ammo and plenty of camo for you hunters they're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family and now here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with general manager travis morgan good morning Seth. good morning kent how's it going guys well i guess i'll start off with the bad news from last weekend Went out hunting last Saturday and we hunted till about noon and it got so hot we couldn't go no more. Didn't see a single deer. Seen a couple tracks in the road. That was about it. Now let's move fast forward to September 1st. I went out dove hunting. Same routine. I got to sit out and watch a very beautiful sunrise come up. Didn't see a single dove. So me and my dog just sat there and had a good time together. That reminds me. You guys go out, make sure you carry plenty of water for your dogs. It's hot out there, and they will drink more water than us, especially them labs with the black coats. They get burning up out there. Well, I guess tuna seasons, tunas are hitting really good off the coast right now. A little further down, but close enough to get them. And we got all the tuna rods, reels you can think of here in stock. Just got some more in the other day, so we're set if you guys need that. Rockfish and lingcod are doing really good off the coast. Uh, several people are hitting that. You, everybody's seen the pictures of our boat. And I'm thinking about taking my grandson out again here shortly. Also, we do still have dove ammo, dove decoys in stock. We do have uh, in stock steel shots for duck loads. You come and get them while we got them because don't know how long we're going to have them. Well, they've been slow to come in and that, so... As we get them, I'll try and let you know. We have a few calibers of uh, non-lead deer ammo still for the upcoming deer seasons. Most of the inland seasons are going to start here at the end of September. I myself have got D3 through D5 tags, and we'll be heading up there the last week of October to trick our chances and hopefully have some weather by then. All right. Well, that's all I got for today. Uh, I'm going to try and go out hunting again this morning. Don't know because of how hot it's going to be. So, you guys have a great time, and we'll talk to you later, and see you at the store. 
guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at guns, fishing, and other stuff. And be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Hey, we're back and we're uh, running down somebody right now. <laughs> and he's there. And you're ahead of schedule, which it's, is really right now. crazy. You know, ahead of schedule, that's something that I'm usually not uh, up to around this place right now. Travis Morgan was talking about uh, the dove hunt, how he didn't see a single dove. That man's home is less than five miles from my house, and I can't keep him off my roof. Yeah, I mean, it, it's hit and miss with them. You know, water was a big key for the folks who well, got yeah, out on I the opener. The fact that I got a canal within a hundred yards exactly. of my house might have something yeah, to do. Yeah, that might help. You yeah. think so? Water and food. Alan, water how, food. how was your dove hunt? It was day? not very good. You know, killed 13, missed six. Should have had a limit, but there wasn't near as many doves there normally is. Killed 13, missed six. That's 19. Call it 20 rounds. That's a box. <laughs> that meal no, cost I you. shot a little more than that. I I'm kind of rusty. Yeah, well, I bet you shot more. <laughs> I bet you missed more than that. I'd hate to see. I'm not what, saying. I'm not saying yeah. either. They they sell them by the case, Alan. Yeah, I know. And, it, can, and it's a new chain shooting steel shot at them too. Yeah, it it's is. not it's like shooting lead. Yeah. Well, different. the dry conditions that Travis is talking about is something we're just going to have to deal with till the rains get here, and they can't get here soon enough, as far as I'm concerned. Probably our next guest feels the same way. He's like, a big fan of rain right now. I think now he's too. a big fan of water and rain right now, too. Joining us live from Gone Fishing Marine, the owner, Mr. Mark Blanton, joins us live. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, guys. Morning. Nice to have you on the show this morning. Hey, Mark, uh, before we get into some other discussions, I just got to tell you I'm super impressed with that new uh, Lund, the 2075 Fisherman you brought my way. Yeah, it is a fantastic boat. Um, that model has been in the lineup for a few years, but they've revamped it, uh, listened to dealers, listened to fishermen and guides and, uh, delivered us a boat that I think you're really going to enjoy fishing out of. It is absolutely gorgeous. About 20, call it a 21. It might be two inches short of 21 feet with a 175 Merc and nine, nine kicker on it. Electric troll, the Ultera for this old man, as well as lithium batteries to power everything. A couple of Lawrence locators on it. One of the finest boats I've ever dropped into the water as soon as it drops into the water. If it gets below 110, will you go fishing with me? I probably, uh, I probably would take you up on that. I am, uh, gonna be out there Tuesday morning with, uh, Nate's guide service. So I'll, I'll do a little scouting for us. Oh, we got to talk to Nate's guide service. That was one of the guys I wanted to talk to also. Well, they did a fabulous job putting this boat together and this new Lund. It's a 21 foot Lund. 2075 fishermen the one of the coolest things they did you're right they listened they moved the windshield forward we don't need that enormous platform that bass fishermen do out there trolling and there is so much room in the back of this boat and the seating and everything just I, you can't talk about these boats enough they've been around long enough that they use every square inch of storage on that boat have you ever seen more storage for rods in any boat no, there is def- there's four different places to tuck rods, so I-, I think you're taken care of there. I think there's, what, 20 down low. You got 10 and 10, or maybe 10 and 12. And then there's three on one side. Then there's five rod holders across the back. There's four rod holders on the four Scotty Digitals you put on the boat. 
And there's a couple of extras you just put in the rail along the side. So I figure I got about 30 rod holders in there. I'm covered. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. Well, Mark, one of the things we talked about yesterday on the phone is developing a pro team, a team for Gone Fish and Marine. You want to tell our listeners or a few of our listeners a bit about it? You bet. So we do have um, what we call a pro staff, and those are guys that are out just kind of fishing tournaments, grinding the waters, uh, trying to make a living or trying to do something on the side and, and promote themselves and the fishing industry and the, and the brands that support them. But what we're targeting right now are part-time or full-time guides. Over the years, um, we've had the uh, pleasure of working with some of the different guys that are associated with the show. And for whatever reason, people retire or move. A lot of guys are doing that out of California right now. And um, we're trying to bring some new guys into the fold. We get calls. We have three different locations, and we get calls and texts and emails. Hey, um, you know, I have friends coming from out of town. I want to book a trip. And we just want to be able to have a direct relationship with the professional guide where we can say, hey, this is the guy to go to right now. If it's happening, you're going to have a great time. If it's not happening, he's not going to waste your time. And then on the flip side, you know, we want to be able to support these guys, whether they need an engine service or they have an emergency uh, repair that we need to stay late and help them out. So we're just looking for some some local guys that are fishing. Um, doesn't have to be a brand specific. We don't have to be their only sponsor. Um, we just want to kind of build some new relationships with fishing guides. And this is all about creating that relationship and a mutually beneficial working relationship. It's what Mark and I have done for, I don't even know how many years, probably 20 years by now, at least. It's working together for a common goal, and that's more business for both of you. Cut it right down to the quick and the bottom line. These guides that he's looking for, whether they part-time or not, the guides may be calling us, calling Mark or calling me and saying, hey, I'd like to do this. But also, you listeners that are out there that have had quality experiences with professional guides, with professional equipment, good-looking boats that are good communicators, that's what Mark's looking for at Gone Fishing Marine to add to their team. And you guys can recommend some people to him also. Or talk to your guides that you're familiar with that you think are great that might want to get hooked up with Gone Fishing Marine in this. Ken? Well, you know, Mark, I, I mean, I work with Mark's pro staff a lot, obviously, with with the White River brands. And, and you know, my, my, my response to those guys all the time is, if Mark's happy, I'm happy. Of if Mark's happy, you have a problem with me. But the good part is, is Mark's pretty easy to keep happy. And, uh, you know, as long as you do what you say you'll do for him, uh, they'll, they'll hold up their end of the bargain on keeping your boat running, keeping service done, you know, getting you in, uh, and taking care of you. So hey, I mean, I've, that's, that's the cool part. I've seen it. And yeah, I've got a radio show, but I've shown up at Mark's with a broken seat or something that's not working right or whatever. It's handled. They jump off the boats that they're working on for customers with a deadline and they'll come up. Mark climbs in my boat. Remember when Don't you fixed my battery situation, Mark? <laughs> I'd let my trolling motor go down so far it wouldn't kick into the charger. Yeah. So Mark personally jumped in the boat and took care of everything. Now, we're talking about Mark the service guy, not Mark Blanton, the owner. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, it's a, it's a great program, a great plan that you've got. Now, folks, you, those of you that are listening, whether you're guides or whether you're people that have had great guide trips with an exceptional guide, Make a recommendation. Mark, how do you want to get these names? Do you want them to come to you at a certain email address, or do you want them to send them to us? Or how you know, would you? Definitely uh, they can shoot us an email. Um, 
if they go to the website, gfmarine.com, my contact information is there. It's a quick link to shoot us an email. We just launched a new platform uh, for customers, especially service and parts customers, to be able to get a hold of us quicker, and it's a texting platform. So you can literally text 707-678-1600. You can decide which department you want to text, and if it's during business hours, you're going to get an immediate reply from somebody in that department. Um, it's getting increasingly hard um, for people to, to be out of phone because they're so busy up and around, but everybody's got a cell phone on them, and all these messages go to 30 different people as soon as you hit send. Perfect. That's a great communication device and great way to get quick answers to questions, no doubt about it. Well, if they're, if they're interested, let's give them your email address, and we'll give them my email address, too, and they can either submit names to us or submit their own name if they're one of the guides that feel that they'd like to fit into this program or learn more about what Gone Fishing Marina intends to do with you guys. Yeah, best way to reach out is just mark at gfmarine.com, and I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys. And if you don't want to send it to Mark, you can send it to Sep at seps.com. I'll be happy to pass them right on to Mark also, and it's a lot easier to listen for. Mark, I understand that boats are starting to move around a little bit more now. They're coming in. Uh, They might not be able to pick the specific color that they want, but they can sure customize them with everything they put on them, can't they? Yeah, Seth, it's encouraging. Things are getting better, despite what you may hear or see. Um, it's slow. It's not overnight. But manufacturers are starting to meet timeframes that they promise, um, missing parts, uh, supply chain issues. I'm not going to say they're gone, but it's vastly improved from where we were six, eight months ago. So these boat builders are able to complete boats and ship them to dealers. I think, I think you're going to see ISC show, um, not just boats, but hunting and fishing. I think it's going to look like it used to look years ago, um, and that's going to be great for everybody. But, yeah, boat supply really getting better. We have the ability to order boats. We have boats coming in. We have boats to show people, so it's not a waste of time to drop in the showroom and say hi and look around. Absolutely. Stop by if you have the opportunity, folks. There are plenty of boats sitting around in there, and I'm sure he'll sell any one of them to you. You could take it out that day if you wanted to. But there's, there, yeah. there are boats and the neat thing about it is the ability to customize them, to turn them into what you want in a boat, what's going to be comfortable for you and your family fishing. Select the right locators, select, select the location that you wanted. If you want downriggers, fine. If you want a big platform up front, make sure you get that Altera trolling motor because that sucker is a back saver. No question about it. Well, and you know too, Sepp, is, is a lot of our listeners are doing the social media thing. They're doing Facebook, Instagram, all those different platforms. And make sure that you're, you know, you're following and liking Gone Fish Marine because you're going to be able to see, uh, a lot of updates and, and it might be a, an opener or a season opener or something going on. A lot of times it's boat tips or, or, you know, outboard tips, or new product that's showing up, but they're very active in keeping, you know, keeping out in front of all of our listeners. Well, folks, if you're, if you're a guide full time or part time, or if you know of a high quality guide that you'd like to recommend for the Gone Fishing Marine Pro Team, let Mark know. Mark at GoneFishingMarine.com, or you can send it to, what was that? GFMarine.com. Oh, GFMarine.com. I'm sorry. Mark at GFMarine.com. Yeah, make it there. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you got all those bases covered. Oh, yeah. Well, and at SEPS, we keep it tight because we're fishermen. SEP at SEPS.com. You can send your information there, too. And I want to say this loud and clear. If you don't think you're a professional, you're not. <laughs> 
Mark, thanks for hooking up with us today. We appreciate it a great deal, and I look forward to uh, seeing what we can develop as far as a pro team for Gone Fishing Marine. Thanks for having me. And we appreciate you being there. Take care, my friend. And, folks, stop by Gone Fishing Marine, the first opportunity you've got. Wow, we're on time, Kent. I don't know how you did it. I don't know how I did it either. Mr. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, joins us live right now, and he's got some great outdoor opportunities for you and a whole lot of other stuff. And, Dave, you've got Alan Fong and you got Kent Brown and me all to join in with you at the same time. What's the latest out of Western Outdoor News other than the title that says, The Best of Great Salmon Year is Yet to Come Out the Golden Gate? Yeah, I wrote that, and now the last couple of weeks has been a little bit slower, but uh, uh, that's the way salmon fishing is. Now, they're Boy, catching yeah. some big fish. That's the best time as far as I'm concerned. I agree with that. And yesterday, uh, some we've been baiting them mooching a lot yesterday. I know that the bite was really good on Thursday. Yesterday, it slowed down a little bit. Like Mike said, those fish have moved up to the north side. But uh, Translate picked up a couple really big fish. He had only three people on. They had three opportunities. They got two big ones in, uh, what we call mega hogs. So that was really a good sign. You know, those fish are still coming in. And with the river temperatures the way it was, it was very well explained by Mike earlier in the show. You know, I think they're holding out there for a while. So we still got some time for salmon fishing, you know. So for me, that's what I would love to be doing right now. Of course, it's a little cooler on the coast, too, and that makes a big difference, too. You know, um, I thought just to go back to what you were talking about with Mark Blanton, that was an excellent idea that he has that you guys are putting together. As you know, SEP guides are what what we rely on for our information. There's no question about it. And there is a difference, you know, and everybody out there, a professional guide is a professional guide. We don't deal with anybody that isn't, you know, and you can tell right away. So it's hey, kind of exciting. It's easy to tell. I had a professional guide, ho, ho, ho call me one day with a live report from the water and I had to stop him in the middle of it. And I said, it sounds like you're swirling water around in your toilet. <laughs> and he hung up. Well, you know, our credibility is based on what we get from our guides and uh, it, it, that's really important. So, uh, you know, I know you very much support all those folks that are hardworking and are going to really promote this industry and make it better. And that's the way I feel too. And, you know, and I want to give a shout out to Alan. Hey, your 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 a Wednesday report is fantastic, Alan. You're going to put me out of business. You know, <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Come I, on, I, I think it's great. I love it. You know, I like the backwards hat too, Alan. But uh, you know, I do think that's a really good overview of what's going on. You catch it on Wednesday. You know, you can get the hot sheet, and then also you can pick up uh, the show on Saturday morning. And there's a lot of information. Yeah, that we that. try to keep it local and and current. Yeah, he turned the hat around so they could see his face. Yeah. Actually, my producer, Denise, says, turn your hat around. Take your glasses off. You know? I'm going, come on. Women been telling men what to do all their lives. There's no point yeah, in anything changing like them. There's logos on my hat, and I have a sunglass sponsor. Yeah. Take them off. Can't see your face. Exactly. Well, what else are great opportunities out there for folks, Dave? When it's 110, I'd be heading up to the high country. You know, you're looking at places like Lake Alpine, um, anywhere up on the Crystal Basin lakes that are open, Union Valley perhaps. I think Ice House has been closed for the year. Um, but those are. But you got to be patient to what's going on, pay, paying attention to what's going on fire-wise. You know, we had this big fire up at Sonora, so we might have some road closures there. There's been a fire at Dinky Creek, 
So Wishon and Courtright may be inaccessible over the weekend. So if you're going to go to that high country, that six, 7,000 feet elevation lake, you really got to be paying attention to what's going on before you head up the hill. I think that's my... Uh, and some of those high elevation lakes are a little warm. Eagle Lake, for instance, I got a note from my buddy Bob Smalley, uh, 98 degrees at Eagle Lake. I can tell you that's a hot, dry heat up there, too. I've been there. Yeah. It's no fun. When it's 90 degrees at... At 7,000 feet at Lake Alpine, then you know that the, the valley is just absolutely cooking. Yeah, the Fairlawns are looking better every day, aren't they? <laughs> the Fairlawns are looking good. I'm sitting here in about 70-degree Oakland right now, and it's not too bad, I have to be honest with you. It'll get warmer as the day goes on but because they're expecting a heat wave. But I would be heading for the high country. We're in that transition period. You know, Lake Tahoe still has a really good kokanee bite and a very good Mackinac bite. And there are some excellent guides there. You know, J.D.'s in Alaska now, but he'll be back soon. Yeah, he's just you know. up there for a couple of weeks. Yeah, he'll be back soon. He's been doing a tremendous job with the Mackinac. Uh, he, when the, the thing about J.D. is fun is he jigs for him. He'll do all different techniques, which I think is the funnest way to do it. You know, a lot of guys use live bait, which is very efficient. It's effective, but I think there's nothing like dropping down that spoon and feeling that uh, rod load up when you bring it up. And I, I know that he does that very well. So it's... Uh, you know, I'd be heading for the high country. I, personally, I'd go to Lake Alpine. I love that little lake, you know, but it's going to be crowded this weekend. Everything's going to be crowded this weekend. Yeah, there's no question about that. I was taking a look at park reservations, state park reservations, and Dillon Beach, Bodega Bay reservations, everything just pack, pack, pack. So I thought, oh, let's two weeks out. Let's see what it's like. Empty, empty, empty. <laughs> it's a good oh. time to go camping. Stay yeah, home this weekend. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm staying on the But there's week. nothing wrong with going down Delta, 110. That's not that hot when you're catching fish. There's nothing wrong with going anywhere <laughs> as long as you're off the water by 11 o'clock. That's true. You know, I don't, I don't mind it. Get out there 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning, have a good fair shot at it, and then be home by lunchtime. There's nothing wrong uh, with it. He don't bother me. It bothers no. me. You don't have as much fat sizzling inside your skin as I do, apparently. Hey, we grew up in the valley, Alan. We don't, we're used to it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But yes, but 110 is kind of pushing it, I have to say. Well, when they say it's going to be 110 in SAC, it's going to be 114 in Vacaville. Yeah, Vacaville gets really hot. Oh, boy, does it. But it's going to be 77 where I'm at. I'm not too concerned about it. (laughs) But I'd be heading for the high country or because the big, you know, the coastal lakes have not been producing very much. They, uh, you know, they, they planted some catfish in some of the different lakes, uh, Chabot and so forth, but it's, uh, it has not been as productive. You know, we're looking for a good fall coming up. This is kind of the transition time where the freshwater lakes are really, um, kind of, uh, you know, recreational season's going to end. We have that transition and I think all of us can't wait till the uh, time when the cold weather comes in and we're going to see those trout come up to the top again. Oh yeah. Just, I'd like to see just a trickle of water coming into lakes. Cause I guarantee you there's going to be something waiting down there at the bottom of that trickle. Yeah, exactly. You know, cause there are going to be some hungry fish. So no, that's where I'd be heading as far as that, as that goes. If I wasn't in the ocean, which well, is where I prefer to be. Well, while we're in the middle of this discussion, everybody going out in the ocean, going out in the rivers, Marilyn walked in here and put a note up in front of me. If you'd like a life jacket free from our friends at the Department of Boating and Waterways, give us a call right now, 1-800-920-1140. The fourth caller that calls in right now, 1-800-920-1140 or 339-1140 locally, you're going to get yourself a inflatable life jacket from the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And I want to thank them for their constant support of our show. 
Okay, Dave, we've just saved somebody's life. Hopefully, what else you got for us? Well, you know, New Maloney's has still been kicking out companies, and uh, this is actually a really good time to go catfishing. If you like to go catfishing, going out at night, dropping in some whatever favorite baits you might have, whether it's cut baits. Uh, a lot of guys use um, salmon bellies, the different parts uh, of, of the fish that are in, uh, you know not usable. And um, the catfish has been tremendous, you know, all the different lakes. Uh, I know Kyle Wise has been going, running mid uh, evening trips at New Maloney's, and uh, he's been catching catfish up to 20 pounds. You know, and I, I keep getting a, a few emails from guys about, hey, it's really slow here. How come I'm not catching any fish there? Our lakes are stratified. They're stratified. There is a thermocline in them right now. You can bet on it because of these temperatures just causing that thermocline to get smaller and smaller down there in the lake. The important thing is most of the fish that, that we're targeting, the landlocked kings, the kokanee salmon, they're all going to be down deeper, hanging to structure into the bottom in ideal temperature ranges. Don't expect action to be wide open again until things start cooling down. It's going to bust loose when it does. Absolutely, but, you know, it, it just brings up a good point. You have to go with what's given to you. Exactly. You know, catfish are there, you know, and catfish are fun to fight. I mean, that's, I grew up catching catfish in the delta and that was the first thing that we we would go you know we get our 20 fish limit we would not come in until we got our you know 60 fish for the day and so and and there's nothing wrong with that and they're clean in the lake absolutely that's why uh mr fong's gonna sure be going up to collins lake before you know it to intercept some crappie up there pretty soon yeah i've been thinking about it no, i'm sure you have well dave i want to thank you for hooking up with us today we're gonna to have to run and get out of here folks if you'd like to get a subscription to western outdoor news just go to their website and figure it out you'll get one dave thanks for hooking up with us we'll talk to you again hey, real soon you guys have a great day thank Bye you sir alan i want to thank you for coming in and joining us once again thank where, you where are you going fishing it's always fun where down, are you going fishing? Down in the Delta. Mr. Brown, what are you going to be up to? I'm not sure yet. Neither am I, but I bet I'll be cool while <laughs> I do like it. to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.